What's going on, guys? Welcome to week. Is it? Are we? Are we calling this week one or week or episode two of of this? Oh, this would be. I guess it'd be week one because oh. uh, last week when we uploaded it was preseason and I said week zero when okay. it uploaded. So, all right. Well, we'll just we'll just keep this going then. This is uh this will be this will be week we're we're starting this as week one of Overwatch of Overwatch Weekly. I'm uh, your host JT, and with me I've got the bandwagon, aka listen, my boss Tyler Haynes. Listen, it's not bandwagon when your team is just great. Okay, I can't help that Valiant's two and zero this week. I mean, that's what you get. So, well, I'm. Well, and, and I guess I'll give you a pass because you you did reveal that in uh, week zero, which if no one, if you're listening now and you didn't listen to week zero, go back and listen to week zero. We'll get into why we picked the teams we picked. But Tyler basically took the six-year-old approach and went by team name and colors. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Boston Uprising, they're, I mean, we'll get into it later. They're not doing so hot. I mean, they're one and one, but, eh, you know, Valiant's a cool name and it's a cool color scheme. I logged in on Xbox and got my uh, free skins. Who, who did you? What skin did you get? Uh, I got Zenyatta's uh, Valiant colors. Uh, okay, yeah, I got. I actually the skin I picked up was uh, McCree's Houston, mm-hmm. but I wish I'd have picked Winston because all I've been playing recently is Winston because every match I go into, no one wants to play tank for some reason. Yeah, because that just makes sense because you know people don't know they you know. People don't know what they're doing. Well, it's I think it's more fun to play DPS, so everyone wants to play DPS. Yeah. You gotta be strategic, man. You gotta go pro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Alright, so let's hop right into week one. We'll talk about um we'll talk about the the matches. Um I'm gonna go ahead and be honest. We started the gym, so Pretty much every middle match this week, I was not able to catch because that was the time I was in the gym. Yeah. So shoot, shoot ahead of streaming on your phone, homie. Well, you can't really stream on your phone when you're lifting. I, mean, I don't do cardio. T- Twitch their own, you know. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's talk about the announcers. By the way, I don't know if you liked them or not, but I enjoyed it. I mean, some people were uh, like Monte Cristo; he did well. But like, there were some people like their energy levels just weren't in it. But then like like Monte Cristo and I forget what the other guy is always with him. Their energy levels were great. I loved it. I I can't wait, man. And like the stage and everything. <sighs> I love the, it. the the stage is by far the best esports stage. Absolutely, in my opinion, that we've seen in in a while. It's 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 way better than any uh. Any other like FPS shooters main stage, and I would even say it's better than like most Counter Strike major stages. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not. It's going to be hard to compete with with uh, the two, the big two like uh, League of Legends and Dota right now, just because of the money that's involved in those in those leagues. But as far as the shooters, it's by far the best stage. I, I look forward, and I like. I still, even we talked about it last week. I still love the fact that every match is live. And yeah, it is we, on land. We need to, um, if they ever come anywhere close, like if they maybe go to Texas or something, we need to save up some money and go to a match or something like that. Or like spend a weekend watching matches or something, you know. I think that'd yeah, be a lot of fun. Well, we know, um, I think it's next season, it might be 2020, they're going to have home and away games. And oh. so there will be matches in Dallas and Houston that will that'll you'll only see like those matches, though you'll only see Houston's 
playing Shanghai at home or right. something like that. You won't be able to go in and watch a bunch of them like you do now. This I really hate that we live in the southeast because all the cool stuff happens on the west coast. Yep, and especially video games on on top of that. And I've noticed that trying to get you know video game journalism jobs, got to be on the west coast for all that. Yeah, I can I can see that. I could believe that. But we, I mean, you could get comic book journalism jobs though. We've got the biggest comic book website right here in the states. Yeah, um, I've uh, I've actually talked to you know I, we just interviewed uh, Charlie Ridgely from comicbook.com. Absolutely, that is on. Uh, is that Hero Cravings? That's the one. That'll be on Hero Cravings. You can find it at nerdwide.com Also, shameless plug. Yeah. Hosted by hosted by Tyler and. Chris Rivers. Oh yeah, it's a good episode. I like. I really enjoyed it. I can't. Have you listened to it yet? Uh, no, I listen to. I listen to podcasts during the week while I'm at work, so Dude, I save all of them on the week for the week. It's a real good one, and to and to listen to Charlie talk about like one, we talked about his career, and then two, talking about Gotham. Dude knows his stuff, so it's it's really good. All right, well, let's jump right into the week one. We had Wednesday. Um, no real, no, no real surprises really on Wednesday. Los Angeles handled their business against San Francisco. Both Los Angeles teams really. Mm-hmm. Shanghai, I, man, it, I, I think I was it's going to be an, more for them this week. Well, I, I mean, it is. I don't want to come off as racist, but the Asian. I mean, it's an Asian team, and you always assume that Asians on keyboard and mouse are going to be really good, right? So. I don't. I don't know. It's a Shanghai. Honestly, man, is just not looking good at all. Mm-mm. They were able to pick up a map later in the week against San Francisco, but I don't. I don't see them getting much done. Hopefully, hopefully they'll pick up some steam as the lead, as the season goes on. You don't want to see a team just be terrible. You know, you yeah. want it to be competitive. But the match of the the match on Wednesday to watch was Dallas and Seoul, and. It looks like they they might have tied a map. I, I wasn't able to yeah, watch I think it. They tied match three. Actually, let me go in and look real quick. Because that yeah. was that was the one I fell asleep early to that night. Had a busy day and wasn't really playing yeah, that much. I, yeah, no, it was I, uh, game four. They tied. Yeah, I fell asleep after game two. Yeah, because Be- it, it's a little later for us in the. Uh, on the east coast, well, yeah, on the east and south or central coast, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because that game that game didn't get started till like nine or so, like yeah. eight thirty or nine ish. So by the time we got to there, it was already like close to ten, and I've got to be up at like five thirty or six. Right. So especially for four teams, I'm not really, um, <clears throat> you know, invested in. I'm not going to stay up and watch them. But I mean, the, yeah. apparently that was the game to watch this week uh, for Wednesday night, at least. Yeah, Dallas, man they they had a they they Dallas by far this week had the the hardest schedule mm-hmm. of the week, having to play Seoul and then going to play Los Angeles. They they didn't win a match, so they're zero and two right now. But they're they're probably honestly better than most one and one teams. Mm-hmm. If I had to. If I had to say, hopefully they'll and then, get time to shine this week. Yeah, they just they just had. I mean, the a god awful schedule. You've got Seoul, who, in my opinion, looks like a team that no one's going to be able to beat. But which we'll actually get to see later on. I think next week they have a pretty good matchup. And then Los Angeles, who is another team that just looks like they're just looks like a machine, too. So <laughs> yeah. 
I can't and I, I guess I need to say the Valiant because we have two LA teams. I need to remember that. Yeah, cause which I don't. That's I don't like that we have two LA teams. I mean, why do why? I mean, I get it. LA is a big market, but I mean, we could have. They could have put a team somewhere else in a in a different market. Yeah, and with with them being based in LA right now for all these matches, it's I don't know. I don't know if they didn't expect it to be as big as it's going to be or what. But yeah, I agree. I I don't feel like you should be having, especially like you've got three California teams, but then again, you've got two uh, Texas teams. Yeah, Texas is a big market too, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just wish they'd have put another team in the southeast instead, and instead of just Florida. I right. think you could have had a team in Atlanta. That would have went one. over well. Or even I still am I still pushing for a team in Nashville. If if something ever happens and I come into money. I'm I'm gonna try my damnedest to get a team to Nashville. Oh, dude, that'd be so much fun. I'd be at all those games, honestly. I'll do I'll do everything I could to be at those games. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Now now we're gonna move on to Thursday, and it, um, London, you know, started out they they beat Florida pretty handily. I was able to watch that match. Um, Florida took a map from them, but even even them taking a map, it just didn't seem close. London London just had their number. And then you had Philadelphia and Houston, which this was an interesting matchup because Philadelphia we had not seen. Right, you know, we didn't we didn't see seen. them. Yeah, and they really came out looking looking pretty good. They handled Houston pretty well, especially on the control maps. Those I don't know if Philadelphia is just that good at control. Which looking at their Saturday, it they it doesn't look like they're like amazing, but or if Houston is just that terrible at control. Right. Watching them Saturday, they they're really they're really bad at control. I don't know why why they can't seem to win on control. I don't know if they are just they don't have the team chemistry worked out because they're one of the teams that they hot swapped players pretty pretty almost in between maps. It seemed like yeah, we didn't so, see. I didn't at least a lot of the matches I watched. I didn't see a lot of people subbing. I know um, Soul subbed pretty good. And then LA Gladiators, they subbed some as well, like on the last match on Saturday. But I see a lot of subbing going on this week. Yeah, Houston, Houston, it almost seemed like they subbed every every map. It seemed that if the game type changed, they had different roster compositions. So maybe I'm thinking maybe they're still trying to play play around with roster compositions just to get the optimal um, compositions for each game type, right. but their controls just did not look good at all. Yeah, I wonder if that's what they're going to be practicing with and messing around with, you know, for the next week. Yeah, I will say, though, um, Jake, I know even the even the commentators in the maps, the first the first day, Jake did not, he came out kind of flat, which was, which is really um, uncharacteristic. Right. You know, he normally comes out, even during the, the the World Cup, he was one of the better players for America, and so I think too it was just they came out flat this week. I, I don't think they seem to be pegged as a top six team, as sliding in right into the playoffs in the in the fifth or sixth seed. Mm. So I don't know. There's a lot of play there. I mean, I think you've got a you've got a really big drop off off of your top three and four, and then down. I don't. I don't think you're going to see. I think what we saw this week is, as far as the top teams, is pretty much what we're going to follow throughout the season. Yeah. 
now we're going in now going into Friday, there was Dallas again had a crazy matchup. It looks like they they tied they tied a map with them with the the Valiant, but ultimately the Valiant just reigned just supreme. Took care of business. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Mm. And then sorry, every time I go to look at stuff it drops me into week two for some reason. Yep. And then we had Boston and Florida. Florida is, Dude, I, don't, I think. I don't know what's going on with them. I think I read somewhere Florida only has like six players on their team, unless they've picked some up. But in the off season, Florida only had like five or six players. Well, and so they can't. That. So they can't sub for matchups really well or at all. And then Boston is one of those teams, though they got beat. They got beat by New York, who who ended up undefeated on the on the week. But Boston, I think, is another one of those teams that's a little a little better than what than what they than what we saw this week. Yeah, I just I don't know if it's like first week jitters or or what it was, but they I mean they came out with this against Florida four and zero. I mean they shut them out. So. I just I don't know. Boston's one and one. And of course yeah. that's my second team and I, I kinda wish they do I kinda wish they did a little bit better, but you know, they played New York on Thursday night, so and they didn't get shut out, they won a map, but it, it's still a crazy I don't know, New York's gonna be a, a team to watch as well. Yeah, they're one of those um one of those sneaky good teams that <clears throat> they're two and oh right now, so I mean obviously they're good, but I think they're going to be one of those teams that, as, as the season rolls on, they get better. Yeah. And I think they're going to be up competing with Valiant and Spitfire. I, st- I personally think Seoul is the team to beat, which I think everyone who who watches Overwatch thinks Seoul is the team to beat. So I'm not really saying anything different. But I honestly see Seoul. I don't know how they lose. Yeah. A match this season. I mean that that's going to be. The thing to watch, it'd be pretty crazy if if the first, the inaugural season, we see a team go undefeated. Mm, I wonder, because Fleta's the one who's on Soul, right? Yeah, and he's he's pretty crazy. He I think, is insane. Who, who is it that has, no, it's New York that has the one kid that that comes in just for like a random map drops bombs and then just subs out. I think I can't remember. I think his name was Pine, who plays oh, for Pine. New York. Yep. He he got the he got the play of the match. He was like the player of the match against Boston and he only played one map. Yep. And then he comes in on Saturday against Houston, you know, just rains down in chaos and then is just gone. I don't I, it's hilarious. He's like he's like the He's like the Kraken, like someone's in the back room when New York looks like they're close, and they're like, release the Kraken, <laughs> and then here comes Pine. I, I wish we could see him more because he's exciting to watch. Right. And he's he's he seems to have a, a fun attitude, too. If you watch him on screen after he like after his maps, he's like dabbing and stuff on, oh, the, on the stage. The whole team was doing it, and it was just so funny. Like Even the commentators and the announcers, they were like, oh, no, don't dab. And they would look up at the announcers and dab on them. <laughs> They're like, okay, come on, guys. It was, it was just funny to watch the, the chemistry between the announcers and the players, which I, I like that they can. I like that the players can hear the announcers. 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, while the game's going, they've got their noise canceling headphones on. They can't hear them or anything. But like when the game's not going, they can hear. And I, I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah, I think it adds a. Uh, you can. It gives them, like you said, they're able to interact with the crowd. They're able to interact with the announcers. It makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, a little, so, little personable and stuff like that. Yeah. Then the third map of Friday was San Francisco, who played Shanghai, and I mean Shanghai. Poor guys. Yeah, like we said earlier, I, I just expected more, you know. Yeah, so we're just going – we'll move on. There's not much to say about mm-hmm. that, honestly. Then you had London playing Philadelphia, which was interesting, and it honestly kind of scared me as a Houston fan because Philadelphia, obviously, even though the score was 3-2 to two when they when Philadelphia and Houston played, it still looked like Philadelphia was pretty dominant. Right. in my opinion, over Houston. I mean, they had their number. And then when London went in and just 4-0'd Philadelphia, like it was nothing. I mean, it it honestly, Philly honestly didn't look like they, they knew what they were doing against London. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, Lord, this could be ugly for uh, the New York the New York match, which, it, it, I mean, they still looked like they got dominated. Houston picked up the first map, and for a second there, I thought, well, maybe they woke up. And then they just proceeded to drop three straight. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, for your sake, I hope Houston starts pulling out some Ws. Because yeah. it's, it's not fun when, you know, my team's doing the best. But whatever. Yeah, and then Optic, and then Optic, uh, Optic Call of Duty, you yeah, know. They got, didn't do well this week either. No, we, but we're, we're not a Call of Duty podcast, so we won't go into that. Yeah, but they did not do good. well. <laughs> uh, and then the the – Soul and the Gladiators, I thought was going to be the game to watch. You know, I figured it would be like three one, maybe three two. Yeah. You know, maybe they split the first four and Soul wins in the fifth. But Soul just came out, man, and Dude, looked so they, good. They dominated. They looked wonderful like, again. Like with Fleta, he, he even played because uh, you know he plays Widowmaker the majority of it, but he played Farah for a little bit this week. Yes, and, which is. The shooting, his aim, I just have no idea. Like, it's spectacular. And the way he can read heroes and what other players or routes are going and everything. Like, there was a time he was jumping in the air and just flying around in the air, and he would hit people as they're jumping up like with this slow-ass rocket. And I'm just like, how? You know, and like, he's just a great player. And I feel like he, if, if Soul dies, he keeps going, he's probably going to be the MVP. Yeah, he's already an early candidate. I think I think the another candidate that for MVP if he would play more as Pine. Yeah. But who knows if we'll ever get to see him. But anyways, going into it, I thought maybe the Gladiators would stand a chance. Actually, though, looking back, they played Shanghai, so maybe they looked maybe yeah we thought they were better than what they really are because obviously we know what Shanghai is. Shanghai is not very good, mm. and so maybe they're one of those. Really, they could be one of those one and one teams. It's really uh, one of the worst, one of the worst one and one teams, comparatively speaking. Yeah. Um, I think definitely, who Dallas is buff is definitely better. Which, even though Dallas is zero two right now, but like like we said, Dallas had just the schedule from hell starting out. Yep. Boston, I think, is obviously that is is better. And then I really think Houston is 
is better. I mean, I, I just feel like they have to get their groove. And obviously, is O and two. Yeah, they, I just feel like they got to get their groove and figure out what they're doing, and then they'll they'll step their game up. And I feel like that was a lot of the problems with a lot of teams, but mainly Houston um, Gladiators and Uprising. I expected to see a lot more than what we saw this week, but then again, yeah. I didn't expect. Um, like I didn't expect Spitfire to be two and zero. I didn't expect Shanghai to be zero and two. So, but what do well, I know? Well, London came into came in the week zero power rankings ranked second. Right. So I mean, I expected them. I expected them to to be pretty well. Well, um, Valiant. They was, also, I think, uh, ranked fourth or fourth. fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here Which, we are sitting in numero uno, baby. Yep, going so so. With all that being said, let's just go straight into the go straight into the rankings coming into coming out of this week. Um, we got the Valiant and Spitfire sitting at one and two, both with uh, two both and two and zero. Oh. Then you got Seoul and New York behind them, both at two and zero. Oh. I think I, I I'm pretty sure it's just that's just based off a of map count. Yeah. Um, London and Los Angeles didn't really drop a map this week. Seoul, I think, dropped one, and New York, I think, dropped two. Yeah. And so, and then just to go in, just to before we go any further, six teams are going to qualify for the playoffs. We talked about that in our Week Zero podcast. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it's going to work is it's going to work just like the NFL. You got your two divisions, Pacific and Atlantic. The top two from those divisions will get a buy a first round bye in the playoffs, just like the NFL. And then from there, the next four teams, regardless of division. So it's basically, you got your top, your division leaders, and then a bunch of wild cards. So right now, Los Angeles and London are sitting uh, both at first place in Pacific and Atlantic respectively. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a mix of in the top six of Pacific and Atlantic with Seoul, New York, Boston, is ranked fifth right now, and the Gladiators are ranked sixth. And like I said, I don't. I think the Gladiators really are a worse team, wor- the worst one in one team, in my opinion. I think San Francisco is by far a better team, and it, Dallas at zero and two, I think, is by far a better team. Mm-hmm. So, this is just so we'll go further. So after that, you got San Francisco at seven, you got the Fusion at eight, the Outlaws at nine. And then the fuel mayhem in Shanghai bringing up the rear. Mm. So I'm curious to see how these weeks pay out. And I hope, uh, let's see, looking ahead, um, I believe, yeah, Dallas might have a, ugh, I don't know, man. So if you were going to go ahead into, God, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. are you seeing the, <laughs> yeah, let's jump. We, we can go ahead and, well, hold on. Let's, let's talk about this. So, the what we're seeing in the top four is basically what um, the power rankings showed. I mean, your top four teams are pretty much the top four teams in the power rankings, with the exception of Dallas dropping two. You know, yeah. I think Dallas was really in the top five. They might have been a top four team, but so looking at this now, knowing there's only six teams, I've got a hard time honestly putting Houston in because Houston is going to have to be able to get past the shock who looked uh, okay. Boston, who we both agree is kind of that sneaky team that's better than what their record shows at 1-1. And then Dallas, I mean, Dallas is going to climb back. 
I don't see Dallas not climbing back. Um, so they really they've got to pick up two spots because I, I think we're going to see the top four teams pretty well dominate through the season. Let's um, go back and look at New York. Well, well, I don't know. New York could be one of those teams that at two and zero is really a little ranked higher now than what they are. They got they play they beat Boston, but then they got to play Houston. So yeah. We'll just see. We we'll just see as the as the season rolls on, how these how these matches play out. Um, uh, now, my question for you is: and I know we we talked about a little bit before the match or before the podcast, but um, going into week two, what what match are you paying attention the closest to, and what like what is your must watch match of the week? Well, the matches I'm paying closest attention to is Houston and Shanghai because, good God, if Shanghai beats Houston, I'm going to lose my mind. But I think the, the match to watch this week is really going to be the that Valiant Spitfire matchup, the first match on Saturday. Yeah. I think that's going to be a good one. Then you've got – I'm also going to be interested to see how Boston can handle Seoul on Friday. Yeah, uh, they played Seoul Friday, and then they play San Francisco on Saturday, and I feel like that'd be that'd be a good game. I don't think it's gonna be the one to watch. Like I mean, I agree with you. The L.A. and the Spitfire, that's gonna be the game to watch. I mean, in my book, I mean, um, L.A. and New York on Thursday, maybe, because I mean, one of them's gonna have to come out defeated. Yeah, uh, I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and call it if we wanna if we wanna pick. Based on rankings, what an upset to look out for is. I'm going to go ahead and call it. Watch for Dallas Friday night against London. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a potential where we see Dallas kind of come out. Yeah, they're going to be hungry. Like, they want it. Yeah, because they'll get Houston Thursday, and I'm sorry, I just don't see Houston beating this team. Mm. They they might be able to pull it out. I mean, but looking at what they were able to do last week, I'm not – Impressed. I'm really not gonna think they can beat Dallas if they let Shanghai beat them on Wednesday. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, it's so early in the season. You can call me bandwagon if you want. If Shanghai beats them, I'm finding another team. <laughs> because because all of my teams have lost except uh, except Alabama who won, but Optic Optic lost. The Titans lost. I mean, the Cubs didn't make. The Cubs made it to the. You know the Cubs didn't win the World Series this year. None of my teams are winning this year, so. Well, you never know. They could, they could uh, fix their thing about halfway through the season and and want to start doing better there. Figure out what's going on and what's wrong, and then flip it and go on from there. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty well on Houston. That's a joke. So yeah. before anybody starts like tweeting at us or anything, <laughs> ah, you bandwagon. I mean, I kind of technically bandwagoned over from the optic train, so I mean, well, it is what it is. I don't know if that's more so more so a bandwagon, but I mean, you've you've been an optic fan for I don't I mean, as long as I've known you, you've loved optic. So I mean, it's only natural for you to want to follow their team and the in a sport you're trying to watch. So absolutely, and and I think I've also picked up Dallas as like my second my second team. Sticking with the Texas teams, huh? Yeah, I got two. Yep. So. All right, so um, is there any other matches for the week you want to break down? Did you pick – You, I mean, you pretty much agreed with me that L- the Valiant and yeah, Spitfire – Yeah, the just, Valiant Spitfire is going to be the one to watch. If you're if you're not going to watch another match this week, that's the match to look out for, so. Yeah. 
So, well, and then if you if you ain't got anything to do at ten o'clock on Friday, I'm telling you, watch that Dallas uh, London match because that's going to be a that's going to be a match. Dallas uh, Dallas is not an zero two team. They're a lot better than what their record shows. They just have an ungodly. I mean, they get Houston, and then they get London. So if you look at their first four games, they got the Valiant. Mm-hmm. Then they had they had Soul first. Then they had Valiant. Then they're going to get Houston, and then they got to turn right back around and play London. So they're playing uh, the top, top three. Teams, you know. They played. They're playing the top three ranked teams. Four out of the three out of the first four matches. I mean, just an ungodly schedule. They've got to have the unluckiest early schedule I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, man. And I don't know. Like, we could go ahead and, and call the toilet bowl the match of the of the week. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Florida and Shanghai on Friday night. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'll go out of my way to watch it. I'll probably, no. I'll probably check it out. I'll, probably, I'll definitely... Like keep up with it on the app. There, the Overwatch League app. If, if no it. one has, it's it's such a great app. Yep. I don't watch the matches on there. I watch the matches on Twitch. Mm-hmm. But it's it's such it's so handy just to be able to click on it, go in, check the scores. They even have. If you have you noticed that if you go to a match that's already been played, they've got the scores grayed out, like to block spoilers. If you want to watch the match before you see the score. Oh, I didn't even see that. Well, uh, yeah. Well, see, and then, we haven't even talked about the Twitch numbers for this week. Like the first night, they hit over four hundred thousand concurrent viewers. Yeah, and that's the, unheard of for this. Yes, and then I mean it kind of dropped off after that. I think the next three nights they stayed around one hundred and fifty to two hundred. You might know more than than that with than I would. Well, I mean that's just. I think that I think that's around the same number, like close to two hundred and stuff like that. It's just, but that's insane to me. Just watching these matches, that just shows the the world to me that Overwatch esports has a has an audience and it's going to continue to have an audience. It was a lot yeah. of fun to watch. The announcers were great, besides the ones who just I felt like who weren't really in it. But maybe we'll see something different this week. Yeah, well, it's also I mean it's t- really the first week of. I mean, I don't count the preseason. Yeah, no. So it's really the first week of everyone getting rolling. I think we're going to see it get better and better as the as the season rolls on. I'm going to be interested to see if they can keep these numbers up. If maybe TBS don't pick up Overwatch for the playoffs, mm. to and we start and we'll, we might get to see some Overwatch on TV. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. I don't see them ever getting. I don't see them getting to ESPN yet. You'd have too many baby boomers yep. freaking out like, "Where's my foosball?" <laughs> you know, why are these games on my TV? Uh, my old school games. This, what is this millennial nonsense? Yeah. So I want my game I saw 30 years ago. I want to see it again. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> how that would play out. I mean, have you. They have. Do you know when they have the LCS World, World Finals and then ESPN covers it on their main account on Facebook? Dude, you Man, don't go to the comments. The comments are cancer. Yeah. And it's, like, it's horrible. Like, like even like, like, buddy, these people are playing for more money than you've made in your entire working life. Right. Granted, it's a video game, and you might not understand it. Look but at these it's, bunch of nerds. I think it's funny that all they do is sit down in their mom's basement playing these games. I'm like, mm, a lot of these people already own their own houses. Yeah. And are much more well-off than you are. For it's, I mean, it's, 
this this league to me is just like football. I mean, they the schedules you know semi same you know with playoffs and everything like that. So yep. it, it's the not regional really, teams. Yeah, it's not really that hard to to comprehend for me. Like our uh, my buddy Grant was over last. You know, our buddy Grant was over last night. And when the Titans game unfortunately ended, we were I flipped over to Al, and uh, he was so he was he had no idea what was going on, and so I was explaining it to him, and why it was such a big deal and stuff like that, because you know he he sees our posts on nerdwide.com and everything, and I was like it's he goes let me he goes can you explain it to me like can you compare it to something I said I'll compare it to football he goes oh, okay because we're just watching football, and I was like you know you've got your teams they they play their matches and they get records and playoffs and championships just like the football does. So, and he started to understand it. He just didn't know he's never watched the game before. So he doesn't, it's a little bit confusing and overwatch to me. And I know Andrea Renee, one of the journalists I follow on Twitter, she, she was hoping Al would be like the esports for everyone to jump into, which to me, it kind of is, but like rocket league would be a lot easier to comprehend. But it's uh, Rocket League doesn't have as big of a following as Al does, or Overwatch yeah. does. Yeah. Well, and I think also it helps the fact that the teams have a city or a state in front of their name. Yep. It's easier to get behind. Which going? Let's go into that. So we saw several of these teams had watch parties. I know. Oh, I know. Dude. I watched. I watched. I think it was the San Francisco. No, it was Philadelphia. Their snap, their not Snapchat. Their I don't Snapchat. That's kids younger than me. I, their <laughs> Instagram. I watched their Instagram story about them getting set up, and they had a great turnout. And then Houston had over seven hundred. I think is what the final Dude, count was. Uh, Houston, Boston, um, like all, like a lot of these teams, Dallas. A lot of these people had watch parties, and I didn't even know they were going on. And seeing that was just was awesome. I love that that teams are actually going out and having these watch parties. And uh, yeah, I think um, I think Houston had the biggest one out of them. There was some. I mean, there was they were giving away some cool some cool swag too. Houston for the first, I want to say it was hundred, maybe hundred and fifty, got a t shirt and a hat. And I mean the the quality, it didn't look like some cheap stuff it looked like pretty decent quality gear yeah. the hat i mean the hat wasn't like a snapback flat bill or anything like that but the which i don't care about anyways i would just wanted a t-shirt mm-hmm. so i've told i've told my wife for my birthday i want i want a houston jersey oh that'd so, be so much hopefully fun. i'll get one of them <laughs> fingers crossed yeah I, and and seeing all the watch parties i don't think I mean, maybe maybe these teams expected it. I mean, obviously they expected a pretty good turnout. They had a Houston had enough seats for people to seven hundred people to sit down and watch. But I wonder how much that's going to play into when they start building out their own studios for home and away matches. How this how much seating they're going to be available for for their the the studios. Yeah. Which the attendance the attendance for the matches in L A. I mean, it looked like it was full every 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 day. Oh yeah, and they were loud too. And like even going back and looking at the press photos on their uh, on their press site that I've got, it's just everyone looked into it. Everyone brought signs. It was it was awesome. And, and did like, you do what? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, like if 
they did bring teams in. It, to me, it would make sense. Like if you if there was one in Nashville, like even if they had away games, to even still sell tickets for the studio, and like go and watch the away games at the studio with other fans. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we'll see that too. I think that's what you'll see. I hope so. I mean, because they're gonna if they could do that, they're 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 really getting money twice. They're getting money for every match. Yep. So, um. But did you see some of the signs? Did you like see any? I didn't like. They didn't ever. A lot of them. They didn't really show much of them. But like, yeah, uh, I saw a bunch you didn't of see, Houston ones. I you didn't them. see any like pictures of like different signs though. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, yet. Well, I'm sitting there scrolling through some of them now though. Well, I saw one. It was a guy, and it was kind of sad and kind of funny at the same time. It was this guy. He was sitting in the stands, and he had a sign that said, "My girl, my ex girlfriend, still has my Outlaws jersey, so I made this sign to show my support." <laughs> and I started laughing. <laughs> That's great, though. <laughs> and then there was, and then let me try to find it. I can't remember what it said. It was one of, it was one of Hex, who is the owner of Optic Gaming and co-owner of Houston was actually at their first match, and he had a sign talking about about Mumo. Let me try to find it, because it was pretty funny. I saw and the uh, the guy he, who just won, um, what was it, uh, videographer of the year? He was there, wasn't he? Or was that at CWL? Um, he, I would almost guarantee he was at CWL. Yeah, it was at something I saw him at. Let me, I'm going to try to find it, so if you want to make up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, going through these these photos on the site right now. Like, there was a big turnout. Oh, there were even more seats than I thought there were. Because, yeah, they had, a, like, an upper deck. Yeah. You, did, you just, did you just think it was the floor? Yeah, no. The, their seats were full, dude. Yeah, all the way up. Oh, man. Okay, so I found, I found it. It was Houston Outlaws tweeted it. And the tweet said, find someone who supports you the way Hex supports Muma. And Hex has this, it's in the stands, holding a sign in capital letters says Muma. And then underneath it says, best dancing queen, I remember. <laughs> a lot of support. I love it, dude. This is, this is going to be fun. And I can't wait to, to see what the rest of the season brings. Did you see also uh, the Valiant after they picked up their second win of the week? I want to say the Gladiators had tweeted at them and said something like, it's good to see the L.A. teams holding it down and Valiant tweeted back at them. And it was like, new number, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Gladiators as well. Uh, going into their first game against the Dragons, they, said, they tweeted out, they said, uh, we're hungry for some more Dragons. Anybody know where to find some? Like at the end of it. And they went to, I guess, some sushi place and had a bunch of sushi. I said, that's, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> that's hilarious. They, Gotta love it. Yeah, their whole thing is the Gladiators are shields up, Gladiators. And they, because oh, I guess their main uh, runs are Reinhardt. But, you know, to each their own. They were hungry for some wins, and hopefully we'll see some more of that this week. Hopefully, hopefully. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Wednesday, I can't wait for Wednesday to get here. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's gonna guess that's gonna wrap us up unless you got anything else to talk about. That's all I've got. All right. Well, um, you can follow us at you can follow the site at is it at nerdwide nerd underscore wide at at nerd underscore wide. You can find me at Justin C Taylor ninety two. You can follow Tyler 
at Ty underscore Haynes, aka Bandwagon. Okay, let's you know, let's go. Okay, we'll see. Meet me in a couple of weeks with the outlaws. We'll see how we go. But but no, you can find them at Ty underscore Haynes and uh, check out our other podcast. We've got uh, Hero Cravings, which is sponsored, which is hosted by Tyler and our other buddy Chris Rivers. Um, <clears throat> then you also have our bi-weekly podcast where we just kind of shoot the shit and talk about um, just whatever, we're whatever we feel like topics. at that time. Speaking of, yep. I've already got my topic for this week. It's going to be a good one. I do not yet. Mm. So Last minute decision again? Oh, yeah, well, I'll probably <laughs> I'll come up with it mid, mid-recording mid like like last week. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find it. That is, is that just the Nerdwide Podcast? What is that yep. one titled? It is Nerdwide Podcast. Yeah, you can find it, you can, and you can find all of them at nerdwide.com. They're also on iTunes, um, and are they on Google Play? They should be. If not, then someone needs to tweet at me <laughs> and let me know so I can um, make sure I get it there. Because from what I understand, we're on everything but Spotify. Okay, and I guess Spotify is just, I don't I don't really know anyone that actually uses Spotify to listen to podcasting anyway, so... Well, and we I just started up the YouTube channel, so every podcast from here on out will go on the YouTube channel. So okay, and shout it out. Yeah, it's, it's just nerdwide.com YouTube. So, I mean, okay. it's easy peasy. All right, so that's that's got us going. Let's go into week two, and hopefully we'll get some better, some good matchups. All right, guys, have a good week. Bye.